Is you his. have five Instagram pages. Hold on. Yeah, so I got one for Flyover Country, one for V the Noble one, my uh one for Think 3D, my company, one for Hustlers Happy Hour that we put on. And then um Your personal? Yeah, there's another one. Person. Yep. And then uh on my Facebook I got one for the band page, I got one for me, one for the business, one for Happy Hour, one for Flyover Country and then Dang. One for something else, like twelve. So like, are you in consistent terms of, on them all? In term, oh hell no. Um, <laughs> like my band pages, like people be mad at me. They be hot. They be like, you don't ever post anything. I was like, come check a dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, because <laughs> y'all fall in love with that. But at the so, I don't necessarily care for it per se. Really, like for me, the real thing is always where I want to be. Really, right. that's yeah. always what I want to be doing. At the same time, I'm like, I'm not a fool. I understand the value of it mm-hmm. and the importance of it. But for me, it's always like. Uh, I think it was Jizzy that said it, you know, make it half short and twice strong. So yeah. for me, I try not to talk as much, but when I say something, I want to say like something. Right. It's like valuable for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I'm all about. Power, power. Absolutely. I think that um, I can relate to that a lot. That's what I talk about a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's. Because um, I feel like in order for me to operate my best, sometimes I need to step away mm-hmm. and be within my space so I can create and do what I do. And then when I feel led to, when I feel like it's truth, it's and when purpose. I feel it in yeah. here, you know, that's right. Why, yeah. I love but social I, I media, so yeah. I'm I, on that every day. <laughs> well, I mean, like you know, like I get if it's native to you, mm-hmm. like I understand that. Like if it's if you if it's how y'all communicate and what you're doing, and I see, you know, then it could be enjoyable for you. But I'm like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm that, yeah. I'm that dude. And, you and know, I, co- okay. I come from a different era. You know what I mean? I come from the era where, like, you know, we was in, we was, you know, we had to be on the corner or you had to get kicked out of the, and mm. I'm just talking about music and all that, like, getting kicked out of the mall, handing out flyers, and you had to go see people. And that was part of the process, and you just mm. had to do that. And so for me, I, that's just ingrained in me. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm not like a, like, get off my lawn type of older cat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not my, that's not my energy either. It's just not my bag, and I'm not, and I'm not a person that that is, that's gonna have people all the way in my process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's a part of my process that's intimate. That yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. That's that I'm not interested in, in in sharing with people. Yeah, that's, that's a good analogy. Though. That that's good. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Hey guys. <laughs> hey, yeah. this is the people being people. This is the people being people podcast yeah. with Mona and Tyler. Tyler and Mona. It's another Monday, and we're gonna get into this episode—a really special episode today that I'm excited about myself. I actually been looking forward to having this conversation. So yeah, hope you all's week is off to a good start. Let's make it a great week. This is people being people. Let's get to it. Self love isn't an easy journey, especially when you've came from a really broken place inside of you. It's an everyday so much we for got the man himself on the podcast today yes. my harari my bad i cut you off no i was just gonna tell him thank you so much for being a part of this podcast today we've honestly been wanting to talk to you for the longest i think you're very knowledgeable and intelligent yeah and absolutely i look up to you i look up to you too you know what i mean i really i consume your content as we were just speaking about content mm-hmm. you know what i mean and, and uh, your standpoint with that um you're doing a lot of things you have three different podcasts you do on top of all, the, yeah, all of that right yeah 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 and then the lives and the various other things that we do the ad hoc you know that we just drop whenever but um but uh, you know it's always a state of you know trying to deliver content consistently and always trying to experiment and figure out 
was 100 percent me mm-hmm. you know what i'm yeah. saying and that just take time and, and you it know they so take time let's get down to the basis so are you from sioux falls no i'm from buffalo new york but i've been here for oh I, so I'm, I'm from buffalo new york i got here um i was probably 13 14 something like that so okay. i went to high school here and all that um, at the time, my uncle was out here for some military stuff, and it was oh, the really? number one place to live. Really? And the environment I was in, for sure, was know. And so, you know, um, anybody that's from those type of environments know that, that that's a recruit, recruiting age, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, where, yeah. where, where people come for you. And so, you know, my mom's was throwing the dart at the map. Yeah, you know, it just went wherever, and wow. my uncle was like, "Yo, they crazy out here. They don't lock their doors. They got their purses on the front seat. Yeah, the car running. <laughs> yeah, that's how and, it yeah, is. It was like it's wild out For here. Real. You know, he was tripping, but then it was like, well, then that's the move. You know, and so you know, we packed up the bags and kept it pushing. That's yeah. funny. That's kind of how like you were when you first when you moved here, and I left the car on when going to get gas, and you're like, "Why are you leaving the car on?" I'm like. I don't know. I just yeah. need the car on. Can't like, you, do that. <laughs> you can't you can't do that. You and know, you used to always seconds. turn it off, but you don't turn it off anymore. And it's funny because um so living here I kinda got used to, you know, leaving my car unlocked, leaving my front door open. And I moved back to Chicago for like a year and a half and I left my door unlocked to my vehicle and yeah somebody went through it you're like damn it yeah, yeah. they got you asap got well i mean it's one of those things where it's like it's a balance between being aware of the world and it's and it's um there's and then it's the balance between um being in a place of comfort right mm. I, I appreciate people being able to because you should be able to mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so there's a reality and then there's what should happen mm-hmm Obviously, given the environment I come from, I err on the side of reality. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. people are people. Yeah, <laughs> right? people are people. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I never want to get so far into that to where I feel like where, you know, again, like I feel like I'm a prisoner in my own home. Yeah. Well, I'm a prisoner in my own situation. I don't want to be that either. So, yeah. yeah. Do you, you go know. back to New York a lot? Yeah, so I go back to Buffalo regularly, and then even even before you know, I go see my you know my uncle who yeah. lived in downstate or whatever and that type of thing. So I yeah. try to get back, but it's like now I could be back for probably three days. Like I I love I love Buffalo, I do, and I, and and my 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 goal is to do my work here and then mm-hmm. be able to go there and be able to influence it because it's trying to make a resurgence as well. Wow. And if you follow in the news, there's a lot of pent up energy there mm-hmm. from what has transpired over time yeah. like they made news of you know the old cat that got pushed over and all that um and so uh so yeah i do try to get back but you know i'll be back for like three days and i'm i'm, I'm ready to come back and that's how i know like yeah it's a different situation that's yeah, so crazy that's how i that's am when i go back is. to chicago mm-hmm. um when i get back i don't know Shit. maybe it's like past traumas and like you know feeling some of that old energy when being back all in that. the city that's it's all that. That's it's, it, it's so much more you got to activate. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. That's so true. Shit, I love it. I'm like, yeah, Chicago. <laughs> right, because <laughs> because to scream, sorry. Because you're gonna you you're gonna be on Madison. Yeah, you gonna go see the Bean. You yeah. gonna do the you know y'all gonna you gonna do the fun stuff. The tourist yeah, stuff. Yeah, you yeah. gonna do all of that. Yeah. But like the reality of like when it. The and then it's one of the things where it's like, yo, I just want to go to the store real quick, right? And you got to be on point, and you see, it's and, and most importantly, like when I see my people, when I'm out and I see my people, mm-hmm. and I gotta have a different energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't care for that no more. Yeah, you know where I gotta where I gotta 
mm-hmm. be like what Maneuver you want differently you know? and shit. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, those are, you know, and, and, and it's funny because as, as we having these conversations about what's mm-hmm. going on in the world right now, people, people think about privilege. They don't understand how much of a privilege it is mm-hmm. to not have to manage all of that where you could just yeah. go to the store. And right. Just Absolutely. peacefully yeah. and not have to worry. Absolutely. Right. And Turn I, your back and look around. Yeah, and, and I think um another piece that is missing is people really don't understand why it's set up that way. Yeah. You know, why it's set up. Mm-hmm. Why it's got to that point. Like what happened to cause, you know, our communities to get to this point? It didn't it didn't just happen overnight. For sure. Yeah, a lot of stuff that led up to that. That's and, true. Yeah, like uh I can most definitely relate to you when it comes to that. You know what I mean? I think you like hit the nail on the head just having to activate like a lot of stuff in my mm-hmm. mind to be able to manage and to be able to maneuver, you know, and being in the city. And it's funny how we transitioned into this conversation because I actually wanted to talk to you a lot mm-hmm. about, you know, those things today, mm-hmm. you know, and, and kind of like examine your mind and, and see, you know, your thoughts on... Um, you know, when it comes to the black community as, you know, what's going on today in the world, I feel like um, it's opening up a lot of tough conversations that people have avoided. Um, I know for myself, there's been conversations that I've had within the past week that or a couple of weeks that I mm-hmm. avoided. But uh, I feel like if it needs to happen. You know, it's tough. It's uncomfortable, but it has to happen. For um, sure. But yeah, like I most definitely want to talk about that stuff today. But first and foremost, like you are a leader in the community. You mm-hmm. do a lot of things here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And uh, first and foremost, I want to talk about think, uh, think 3D Solutions, yeah. your company. So um, explain to us a little bit about what Think 3D Solutions is. Yeah, so we um, so we launched in 2016. My my business partner and I. So we specialize in leadership development training and organizational culture consulting. Mm-hmm. And so my partner and I, we both were in, in finance and in, in, uh, um, at a particular company or whatever. And uh, he used to run a collections department. At, at, at one bank I was at another one and then eventually we were at the same one and we had been friends for you know 15 years or something like that at that time and uh, you know we were talking about our teams and frustrations that we had and the stuff we felt like our leaders weren't doing and whatever it just so happened that both, both of us have the personality of doing something like none of us neither one of us really liked just complaining you know what I'm saying yeah. so we were talking about different things that we could be doing and as we were in our environments, we just we just saw the trends of what was transpiring. We saw so much of it was based on the human capital, the people, you know, mm. whereas most leaders are thinking about productivity, production, profit, blah, 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 mm-hmm. metrics, this, that, and the third. And we saw people who just weren't effective leaders, man. They just didn't know how to talk to people. They didn't know how to engage people. And for me, it's a lot of it is natural and a lot of it is is ability. That's mm-hmm. one you of the biggest saying? questions I was going to yeah. ask you because I noticed that about you is like you're very articulate when it comes to how you speak and how you present yourself to people. And I'm just like, I have troubles with that. And mm-hmm. so like I was going to ask you, like, does that come naturally or did you have to learn or, yeah. you know, yeah, did you have to learn that? Like, It's both. This is how, this is uh-huh. how, I, this is how I communicate it, right? Um, it's like in, it's like in basketball, right? Mm-hmm. You could teach someone to shoot, you could teach someone to dribble, you could teach someone to pass. You can't teach them to be seven feet tall. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. True. So yeah. a lot yeah. of it is skill. Some of it I came with. You know what yeah. I mean. And so you got you got to work with whatever you got to you know whatever you. I need I need to have. get honestly I need to get better at that. Oh, don't worry, we got That's stuff for that. Point. So we want to see you on that piece. Really? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. because honestly, like when it comes to me, like. 
I have what I want to say. It's all in my head. Mm-hmm. But then when I put it out into words, like I get too excited and sometimes it's nervousness and I'm like, and I just spiral and get yeah. crazy. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. It just sucks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, for me, like I had to make subtle changes in my energy and I'll come back to this, but I had to make subtle changes in my energy because for me, I'm a passionate person and that comes through. But there was a point in time where that where it came through as aggression. Mm. And that was and and that little change is the difference between you being super effective and not not effective at all mm. or effective in the wrong way. So we'll touch on that. But um, but in terms of in terms of how we got rolling. So we came together and, and we were seeing this in um, uh, uh, we were seeing what was happening. And for me, like people would always come around my desk when they did. They knew I would say what needed to be said. Oh. So if we came out of a meeting or whatever, people would come to my desk. They'd be like, yo, V, this is happening. I don't like this. Da, da, da. I'm like, y'all, let me go talk to them. <laughs> you know, I do that whole thing. And then eventually what was happening is on a lot of on a lot of uh, uh, situations that I was in. I had as much influence as whoever. And that, and that goes back to school where, where like if I don't feel like learning. Ain't nobody learning in here because because I'm gonna have the I'm gonna have the room. Yeah, right, yep. you know what I mean. I'm a yeah. whole court. I was yeah. always that person, mm-hmm. and I didn't know how to always know how to aim it. Were and you a class clown at all? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I just had to ask that. Yeah. No, for sure. I need yeah. all I need all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and but 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 this is the thing though. I had some teachers that were smart enough to 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 use my ability mm-hmm. to be able to say, look aim this it's not a problem everybody made me feel like i was just a distraction and just a problem and i had some really special teachers in my life that that let me know that it was a gift that i was just using it in an effective way and then that's when i started to embrace how to use it and they would use me they would start off a conversation they'd be like Vonnie, what you think about this and i'll bust something and people be like oh well because they knew that the way i said things landed with people different and mm-hmm. so that got more people in the conversation yeah, and that yeah. was great leadership and that's part of what i learned is that how to use somebody's abilities instead of making them feel like they're a problem you know Uh, Um, you want people to feel like they're a possibility right this is what could happen if you chose to do this versus you being a problematic and that was one of the biggest things right we had leaders that got their positions because they were either the best at doing whatever the thing was Mm -hmm. or they were just the ones that were most moldable or you know malleable right Uh and uh and so i would go to a lot of them and and a lot of them felt ill-equipped and I would help them, and I'd be like, "Look, let me talk to the team. I'll get this situated. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I control the energy. Yeah. And so, and so, we knew that there were specific things that we could do to bring that out of people, to put that in in people. And then I coached a lot of people. So if somebody came to the team, like they sit with me, and I had a way of 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 helping that person build their confidence. And I realized that once a person got that. That that was most of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. confidence you know? is key. That's yeah. it. It really opens up. Shh, I'm um, learning that yeah, every day. Yeah, I feel like I'm the most confident I've ever confident I've ever been. That's good. And it feels good. It feels that's so good. good. It's because that's how you supposed. That's how you. Yeah. Pu- that is how you are supposed to be in this world. Absolutely. That's the only. You're a miracle. Yeah. Mm. You know, you a miracle. You that, Absolutely. You Absolutely. I agree 100 percent because like we all have so much potentials and gifts with inside of us. But if we don't have the confidence, you know, how can we use them properly? You know, how can we appreciate them properly? So I feel like, you know, confidence, gratitude, things like that, you know, brings out who you really are. Absolutely. And you're able to be like who you are. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Exactly. And, and not try. To, and you know? people do often what they do well. Right. Mm. And so if a person feels that they do something well, they want to do it. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so anytime you're in a work environment in particular, when somebody is not doing something you want them to do, it's usually because they don't feel confident in it. Mm-hmm. Like if a person feels good about it, they're going to do it. The people who is good at writing want to write. People that was good at talking want to talk. talk yeah. That's just what it is. Yeah. yeah. And so locking that in. So anyway, we came together and we said, look, look we got to do something. So we wrote a book um, mm-hmm. and um in the end of 2015 and then and then we were going to wait like five years to launch the business but then millennials happened yeah you know what i'm saying (laughs) and and it just changed the whole game and then people was like we don't know what to do we don't yeah Yeah. so that's when we really we launched early so Mm -hmm. in 2015 you launched your business yeah so 2016 technically is when we incorporated but we wrote the book in 2015 we had it all situated and then we fully went 2016 wow so you guys pretty much so the book, um, is that that book available for people to purchase or is it a book in terms of like the curriculum? No, no, no. They can get that uh, on Amazon. Okay. Think, uh, self-titled Think 3D. Oh, okay. Yeah. Think 3D. Think yeah. 3D. Tongue twister. Amazon. Think yeah, yeah. 3D. I, I almost got a little tongue twister. I do it all the time. Yeah. Too. <laughs> think 3D. Yeah. When it comes to, because I know you have a leadership program. Yes. So are you consistently doing that? Is yeah. that what your company is like based around? Is this program or no? That's it. actually we do that for the community. We get it funded through grants and things of that really? nature. So, so, so leadership is is part of what we teach. So when we go in and we teach people about culture, is the strategy and how to develop an intentional culture based on the three dimensions of personal, professional, and potential. Okay, I was going to ask that. You know what I'm saying? Say that again. I'm sorry. Personal, professional, and potential. So there's really three at uh, three dimensions that we see, right? Um, of how you create a quality person. Normally, people think about it two-dimensionally, which is a potential and professional, right? So professional being the stuff that you need to do your job, equipment, basic training, mm-hmm. all that other type of stuff. Most people do that. Potential, how you develop talent, how you place talent, all that other type of stuff. There's usually a version of that. The third dimension being personal is the part that people usually don't do, which is why they think of people as just robots or whatever. They only think about them two-dimensionally as mm-hmm. inanimate objects, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you think about this, like this glass for instance you know this glass is three-dimensional not because of the glass but because of everything around the glass Mm. absent that you wouldn't be able to tell and so um, when you think about a human being you need to think about them three-dimensionally which means if you're not thinking about everything around them their health their mental health their family all of that type of stuff you're not seeing them three-dimensionally you're not Mm. really considering that person's experience and so that's why we talk about those three dimensions and the personal is where we try to get people locked in and how you deal with the human you know Oh, can I join this, please? <laughs> All right, that is, like I said, I got, let, we can talk about that. No, no, nah, nah, because we can talk about it now <laughs> because yeah. that, that's that's a key to it. Because we said when we started the business that we wanted our, our philanthropic efforts to run alongside it. We wasn't going to wait until we got to a certain level and then try to come back. We said, nah, we got to do this the whole the whole way. And mm-hmm. so the leadership development program we do for the community, our goal is to create the leadership uh, uh, leaders of tomorrow academy for the city which we're working on right now trying to get that big 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 bag so that way we could bring that to the whole community awesome. and we want to make sure that we especially focus on shelter populations transient populations those transitioning from incarceration mm. um, youth veterans all that type of thing people who are the most vulnerable giving them leadership skills because that's how you truly free a person yes. don't just teach them to fish we're going to give you the pole and mm. the bait and get you ready to go out and do what it is that you got to do and then, then then you live your life but the reason why that's so important and the reason why why we love folks like you which is why i'm here and why we want folks like you in the program is because if there's any knowledge anything 
that I can bestow upon you, that I could give you, that's going to allow you to navigate this world better and be successful faster. Because that's what it is. It's about Because you define success for yourself, but it's about sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. It don't mean you get to skip steps. It just means you get there sooner rather than later. And that's all you could really ask for from somebody. But that's what I want for people. Because if I can give you that access, we can change the dynamics of this world in a way that they've never seen yes. before. And especially for people of color, the disconnect has always been, there's always been people who've achieved. There've always been people who have overcome, but it's never been on scale. Mm-hmm. We've never been able to share that knowledge at such a level that enough of us could scale up at a, at a, at a certain period in time that we could change the power dynamic. And that's one of the things that, that we that we are passionate about doing. Wow, yeah, all I have beautiful. to say is just wow. I was just listening the whole time like, holy. Yeah, we're yeah. going with all that. Yes, yeah. wow. Yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. And I, I feel like that that is so important like education we need leaders you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's a it's a lot of youth out here these days like um just speaking a little bit uh, about our audience you know um it is our peers you know mm-hmm. ages 16 to i say early 30s and um a lot of us do need leaders you know mm-hmm. what i mean um even speaking for myself like being in the position i'm in in my life um i have to pay play that role and sometimes, you know, I need someone to go to. Yeah, you know exactly. What I, mean? I think Scooter Braun, um, Justin Bieber's old manager, explained that perfect. You know, he was the person that was strong all the time, leading all the time. So no one really knew when he needed you know, mm-hmm. help. And so I think no matter what, um, we all need outlets and opportunities where we can go, you know, and... Um, you know, sit down and talk with someone like Vani or, you mm-hmm. know, join his classes and his courses and, and get the, the right stuff that we need, you know, yeah. for us. Um, I feel like that's really important. And, you know, speaking of the education system, um, I grew up in Chicago public schools. That's where yeah. I got my education. And I feel like there was a lot of missing links, you know, not just with black history, but, you know, other things, things mm-hmm. I had to go on about and seek for myself. And I, I feel like um, the dynamic of our education system here in America, you know, is lacking a lot. And uh, what's happening right now in the world is opening up these conversations. I um, I think it's just a lot of people are unaware. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of people really don't know. A lot of people don't know real history. You know, as I mentioned earlier, why things are the way that they are, why these communities are the way that they are. They just really don't know. So, um I've been, um, you know, of course, refreshing some of my history so I can have these tough conversations because after high school, when I graduated in 2011, that's where I started, like reading books, you know, uh, reading about my history, reading about entrepreneurship, uh, you know, watching documentaries, Mm -hmm. all sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know... um, I've just been diving back into that recently and uh, it's been opening up my mind to like a lot of the things that we're lacking here in the education system. Um, And I've been watching some of your podcasts and some of your content and, uh, you know, a lot of the topics and the stuff you touch on is like, you know, vital. I I feel like we need to talk about those Mm -hmm. things. You know what I mean? Well, that's why we that's why we do it. So America is very good at this. Well, all all, all humans are good at this. Um, But but particularly like the education system is an example of what happens when you build something to last better than you build it to work. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so like. It was meant to last, which means it's hard to change. It's hard to undo, but we didn't put as much effort in it working 
right? We we wanted it to produce a particular thing, not being able to see far enough that we would change what thing we wanted it to do. So we wanted to produce workers that could do simple tasks, you know, right. uh, where you were just an employee. You had simple functions, but now... Um, things are more dynamic where people need to be more cre creative. They need problem solving mm. skills, all of those other type of Business things. It wasn't built to do that. Yeah. I honestly think what they should add in school too is um, like mental health class classes Absolutely. and like stuff like that, like yeah. on yourself, mental health, spiritual. I honestly think spiritual and freaking yeah. manifesting and stuff. Do you yeah. believe in that? For sure. But listen, okay. to Alchemy, the whole nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but listen to what you just said though. Yeah. And this is the thing. Mm -hmm. Add. Nah. So this mm -hmm. is what we're talking about. This is why we want to do the whole academy. And so so initially to start out as supplementary to education, but in reality, education in its traditional sense to be supplementary to what we're talking about. Because the reality of it is we ask people to be in school for these 16 years and then go operate in a world that operates nothing like that. Mm. And so the only thing that is consistent is that you go to some place you don't want to go, you do something you don't want to do with people you don't necessarily want to do it with mm -hmm. for longer than you really want to be there. That's really what it's teaching you, how to work, right? Yeah. Outside of that, it generally doesn't give you a ton. The thing that is the real education, the thing that is, the, because if we go to any employers, right, their problem is not necessarily the technical abilities. Their problem is the human element. Mm -hmm. And so when a person doesn't have mental health or, or, or a line, when that person doesn't have confidence, when that person when doesn't they don't have like what they're doing, like what they're doing, problem solving skills, yeah. when they're not mm -hmm. entrepreneurial, whatever, that is ultimately what creates the problems in the workspace. Mm -hmm. You can teach anybody anything if they are open to learn. So what we should be teaching kids is how to learn. We and learning teach... is cool. Sorry, I'm interrupting. No, 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 no. You good? You good? <laughs> I mean, it's a conversation. People are people being people, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but that's but but what we're getting to is if I teach you how to learn and if I teach you how to teach, you could you can work with life no matter what it throw at you. Mm. We teach people what they should learn, what we think that they should learn. Well, that stales, it expires. We don't mm. know what the future is going to hold. I don't know what jobs people are going to have in 10 years. We, 20 years ago, they wasn't thinking about autonomous vehicles. There's going to be robots in 10 years. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but if you know how to learn, if you know how to be good at getting good, right? If you know how to teach, if you know how to educate other people, what can't you do? Mm. Yeah. What error can you not be successful? Yeah. You can do anything and everything. You put right. your mind to it. It's just you Boom. have to be open to learning. And I think I'm finally in a phase where I'm open to learn That's and, good. Yeah. and realizing that learning is cool. It's okay. Yes. And yeah. it's a gift. It's beautiful. Yes. Absolutely. It's I, love. Because I used to mm. no. I just want to go party. I just want to go drink. You know. Yeah. And I'm finally like. No, yeah. I want to learn. I want to educate myself. I want to be knowledgeable so I can teach people because yeah. we are trying to teach people. And if we don't know shit, we're going to be yeah. talking out of our ass. Like our, and that's not cool. Yeah, <laughs> our business reflects who we are. Like, yeah. if we're not right with us, how can we sow into the world self love and self awareness? So we got to get right with us. First. But that's why y'all going to win, though. You know, mm -hmm. because you want to you learn. Like, just, just, just understanding that, you're going to win. That's yeah. just the bottom line it's, because that's that's that that is the fruits of it. That's how you get to it. Mm -hmm. That's just because and, and number one, with humans, I mean, if you talk about relationship, if you want real relationship with people, mm -hmm. name a person that you love that didn't teach you anything. Mm. Mm, I know. I'm yeah, not really. gonna say, but yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. and, no, it popped up in my head right away. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and when you get in a situation where the transfer of knowledge 
Mm. That gift, both the giving and the receiving, is the relationship, right? Because for someone who has endured the pain, mm. right? The person who has endured the pain uh, or, or the struggle or whatever they had to go through to give it to you so you can circumvent it. I want you to avoid this. I want you to not have to engage with this. Here's this gift so you don't have to find it for yourself. The other, the receiving piece of it is somebody taking that knowledge, acknowledging that person's journey, acknowledging what that person went through and and validating it by wanting the knowledge that they spent so much time and energy and effort in acquiring. And that's why we say the student that doesn't honor his teacher has not learned a thing. Mm -hmm. Because when you have learned something, you want to honor that gift and mm-hmm. that transfer of knowledge is how we connect generations. It's how we, is how we create relationships from old to young. Mm-hmm. And so that is what we all have to be in mm-hmm. is a thing of teaching and learning, teaching yeah. and learning and yeah. yeah, teaching knowledge and heck yeah. yeah um, I agree. And you mentioned something really vital there. Like, you know, just how, um, like the ideology behind America and how it started and like how our economic economic system started, mm-hmm. and, you know, it was all about industrializing and, and building workers. Mm-hmm. And we left out that piece of like, Hey, you know, where's the emotional piece of it? Like where, where is this person's abilities? And, yeah. Where is this person's abilities and where do they mm-hmm. see themselves in life? You we know in the Midwest, I mean? bro, people wasn't having kids cause they wanted kids. Yeah. They was having kids to work. Mm. Dang. Who, yeah, yeah, they was having kids for the farm. Yep. You, you, oh, yeah, duh. Listen, duh. You, 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 five, you five, 10, 20, and at that time, 100 mm. miles from whoever else. There was yeah. no employees. Yeah, mm. it was just to work on the farm. People were having kids to work on the farm. Just mm. like my mom said with my grandpa, yeah. he stopped school at eighth grade so he can work on the farm. Yeah, that's what you did. That's why yeah. you were, whatever. You just needed enough to do that. that so, like, the idea of employment, the idea of needing workforce mm-hmm. has driven a lot of what happens in this country. Yeah, yeah. and it's so like, you know, uh, I feel like, you know, baby, we're taking baby steps um, and we need to. And it, there's still a lot of changes that needs to be made. But, you know, even the old, even the old idea, like the American dream was, you know, get married, start a family live happily ever after that sort of stuff you know work your job but um a lot of the things you're mentioning here today it sounds like emotional base like really getting to Mm -hmm. the core of who that person is and i and i feel like you know we have a lot of growing to do in that area you know what i mean are you saying us as humans okay i thought you were like pointing at us well i have and we always have we (laughs) always have growing to do in that area i feel like everyone you know, has growing to do in that area. But, you know, us as a whole, you know, as a community mm-hmm. of people, as a country, you know, we have a lot of growing a to lot. do that. A lot we of left growing. that part out. I have a question a that popped up in my head before I forget. Shoot Where it. do you want your company to go? Like in five years from now, like, are you just wanting it for the community of Sioux Falls or are you trying to go globally? Like what? What? Yeah. Like- no, it'll be global. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and you know, because and not and not for business sake, but because we want to have people you to just, have access. Yeah, you just want to give knowledge. That's and what it is. Help people out, and yeah. Yeah. so that's what fulfills you in life. Right. Actually, you know, I don't care about money to almost um, a detrimental degree. You know mm. what I mean? Like, you know, obviously I like things, and I, you know, I want to go do whatever and all that type of stuff. But money don't move me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it just doesn't. And now I have to be thoughtful about my wife. I have to be thoughtful about my business partner. I have to be thoughtful about how we position ourselves yeah. and make maneuver. So I got to go get the bag. Right. Um, and you know, there's, you know, we have a system I work within it. I, I, I don't, I don't resent commerce to that degree, but, um, money will ne- is never why I do a thing. No, right. it might be one of the things I get from it, but it's yeah. never why. Now, some people make the mistake of thinking that because I don't care about money, I don't care about currency. Mm-hmm. Um, because I care about currency, it's just not right. all. You know, not I think all it's money, just because it's you know it's gonna come. Like, yeah. Sure. you think, yeah, you know it's gonna come. Yeah. So yeah. why worry and stress about it? And it's gonna come the right it's way. It's a process. Yeah, it's a marathon. Come the right way. Absolutely. Yeah. The right way. <laughs> the right way. <laughs> the right <Yeah>. way. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, speaking. So I know you have this company. You said earlier that you have a band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be the number one in a nice tempo. Yeah. Are you Let's like, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. because I you, just found out about this, so I kind of want to know. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Because you are a, a music artist as well. For sure. Yeah. I've been doing that for a long time. So, ooh, uh, late 90s is when I mm. stopped popping. So I probably got six albums, something like that. Really? And then, um, and then so now... Um, it's a more mature version of what it is that I'm doing. So I had, a, you know, I had a full band, eight-piece band, uh, guitar, sax, bass, drum, percussion, female vocal, keys, wow. sax. Yeah, you do that. everything. <laughs> a little bit. So <laughs> is music just? Is it like your passion, your hobby, or or? Music was the was the was the, one of the first loves. You know, that was the that was the thing, and that, which is why I'm still doing it. You know, twenty mm-hmm. some odd years later, but. It's what what it what it, what I realized was is that the music industry wasn't what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Music was always what I wanted, but you know, so I used to run for bands. Uh, so when they came to town, and mostly rock bands, and that which was even better because you know when they would come to town, I'd get them whatever they needed or take them wherever, you know, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was good for me because a lot of the bands wasn't really in my genre, so I didn't know the the lead singer from the guitar tech, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and which was good for me because I wasn't. Right, I wasn't tripping off of. Yeah, it. you were like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah. out there, I didn't care. Point. So I right. sit over there. I sit over there in the car. But because of that, they all swore me. You know what I mean? Yeah. My general energy and the fact that I wasn't, you know, and you they just love. Right, what is it called? Fanboy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they just love being around somebody that didn't want something from them, mm. and so they would all hang out. So, like for instance, like. Um, you know, Chevelle was here. We hang out with them someplace. They liked, uh, uh, or Modest Mouse. A couple of them like going to the to Walmart and hanging. Um, mm-hmm. Papa Roach, like he like flying little things with his with his son. Shine down. They wanted to go to the to the golf course. Really right. disturbed. We'll do wanted to go to the gym, and we would go and take him wherever. And it, this cat, um, Mike Ness, super cool dude. He he's a he's a, a SoCal legend. Mm-hmm. Um, in the punk rock, you know, SoCal punk rock scene um was in a band called social distortion he like going antiquing mm-hmm. so i like i would roll around with these cats and do this type of thing and all they would do is kick game and and and, and they were more interested in me but 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 um they would kick game and they would all warn me about the business you know they would tell me about the business side mm-hmm. of it like, nah and then yeah. we would produce hip-hop shows you know what i mean so like i remember one time um we was picking up david banner from sioux city or something like that mm-hmm. and we rolling back and he's on the phone with his lawyer he having this conversation and he going through his lawyer and they talking about different numbers and everything and my mind is melting because i'm like i'm getting the real, yeah. the real not deal. what i think what what happened when i'm getting the real cut and so yeah. then he started breaking it down for me and you just realize um 
you know, these type of industries sometimes are the greatest collection of lies, D's, and snakes. Yeah, snakes. And there's a certain way you got to move to navigate that. It's similar to, like, when you go back to the crib. Not that I'm using that, you know, to, to represent the people, but it's the circumstance. It's the environment. Yeah. And so when you're in that environment, it changes the way you got to maneuver whether you want it to or not, or else you're just going to be food. Yeah. And so for me, it was like, it, it wasn't a pursuit that I that I necessarily wanted. That said, though, that reality prepared me for this reality. Part of the reason why I'm effective doing what I'm doing in my business, mm-hmm. part of the reason why I'm effective at doing what I do at, in leadership is because I know how to rock a mic. I know how to move a crowd. I know how to work a stage. Yeah. Yeah. So, I will mm. say, like, when yeah. I saw you spoke at the protest, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you are so powerful. Just, like, yeah. the way, yeah, the way you the speak. The way you speak just and you always tears have, to my eyes for right. real. Like, Thank you. Yeah, and every time I get around you, you always have something to say that's mm-hmm. uplifting, that builds. You know what I mean? And I definitely see that connection between music and, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the way that you speak. And, you and know, rap in particular. Yeah. Have yeah. you performed Because I can say a lot in 30 seconds. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Have you, you've performed, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. What, did, what's the name of your band again? I'm sorry, man. No, what's right? <laughs> Be the Noble One in the Knights Temple. Okay. So I was originally in a group called The Nobleman. Then I was in a group, uh, then with uh, Young Nobles, and I had an entertainment company, Flame One Entertainment. And then I kind of uh, morphed into the V the Noble One in the uh, Knights Temple. Cool, that's awesome. Yeah. So kind of rearing away from this, you just dropped... So is it merch that you just dropped? What is um Nah, so Flyover Country, um that's the uh, that's the apparel. Um we we just we're we're starting off uh compact, but basically this is part of the, the the various things that I do. A lot of the things that I do all all feed into each other. If there's anything I'm really good at is connectivity. It's making things flow because it's about movements cuz you know what I want to do in terms of changing things socially means you got to change things socially right you got to change the things that touch people and that's music right that's mm-hmm. leadership engagement education mm-hmm. um that's apparel what they wear how they feel about that mm-hmm. uh we also Not have <laughs> hustlers happy hour which is yeah. kind of our social function where we bring people together for like uh mixers and that type oh, of really? thing yeah. so Let's how we go. affect people socially mm-hmm. right so if you put all the things together you see how it comes together to affect how you affect the human period yeah but um, Flyover Country was based off of the premise when I'm moving around and doing whatever like I, I live here because I want to you mm-hmm. know and I, and I want to represent or whatever but like I'm not going to wear a pheasant and like I'm over the silhouette of the state when yeah, I'm moving no. so when I'm in Atlanta or New York and I'm moving I'm going to wear something with flavor or whatever but represents mm-hmm. where I'm at and so the idea of Flyover Country is taking Flyover Country right because okay. that's, that's, that's how people refer to the Midwest in a lot of cases because you just fly over it there's no point in stopping oh it. I never knew that yeah and so that was meant to be a knock but we turn out it's on his head we're like fly over knock yourself I don't care yeah. you know like cause uh, I got a line in one of my rhymes it's like um, they call us fly over country cause they ain't fun the fabric cause they they can't see we living good with like half the traffic mm-hmm. and that's my thing where it's like I'm I live as good as anybody better than most people I know in most places yeah, yeah. and I don't have the traffic I don't have the crime I don't have the drama I don't have whatever like it's hard for me to feel like I'm losing yeah. yeah, and when I go to see my friends, like whatever dope thing is in their city, I go there as much as they go there because they don't go there unless I'm there because they don't want to deal with the traffic and the nonsense and the parking and whatever. So they they normally don't engage with that stuff either. Yeah. So when I go see my friend in Minneapolis, that restaurant we always go to, he go when I go. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. so like I'm not 
missing nothing. Yeah. yeah. I go see it like you go see it. I go do whatever. I move around like whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's taking that energy back and for us to develop in the swag. And for me, part of what I want to do is raise the self-esteem of our community. Yep. Part of the reason why people hating on your shit is because they, they, they don't feel confident in what they doing. Mm. And so what we want to do is is raise that confidence and that self-esteem and what people are doing individually, which allows them to leave me alone and, or support what I'm doing. <laughs> leave I'm me alone or you know? support what I'm doing. <laughs> exactly, because like no one can... No one can take anything from you. You no. know what I mean? I say this a lot. A lot of people like to think in terms of like competition yeah, and have exactly. a competitive like, mindset, but there is only one you. You know what I mean? There's nothing new under the sun. Nobody can take that's just gonna make anything you from you. It's enough like. out here for everybody. That's right. how I feel. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Of course, there's more than enough out here for everybody. Because again, when you look at any one person, like, no one has the game locked and even that perception of the idea of having your game locked is just it's just foolish yeah. you know what exactly. i mean because <laughs> because in order for you to have the game locked you would have have to have all there is all there can be Super all powers. there will be yeah and that's just ridiculous you yeah. know you're always learning right. always, always yeah always learning so with this apparel is it just like so it's actually going to be like an apparel cuz yeah. i'm still trying to like grasp yeah. like what is like so right i know now, the meaning of it yeah. but so right now what you have is you have the shirts and hoodies at this point. Okay. Um, uh, next wave would be uh, uh, tanks, uh, bottoms, shorts, and, and joggers. Dope, dope. Then it'll expand into, you know. Um, so streetwear. Yeah, streetwear. Okay. Right. Nice. So then it'll expand into that piece of it. And then we'll let it go where where, well, where just... it wants it to go. Because, you know, at the end, you know, it's one of several adventures <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that I that I'm in. And honestly, I honestly like really I build businesses to 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 give them away, really. Like mm-hmm. the hope is 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 really to get to it because at the end of the day I know there's a certain point where I'm not gonna want to actively engage in these things and, and mm-hmm. should they be worthy of passing on, I wanna pass them on to people who could do that. And really that's one of the kind of the hopes that we have with Leaders of Tomorrow is eventually mm-hmm. Because really the goal of Leaders of Tomorrow is is that we teach the people and then some will come back as adjuncts mm. to teach themselves. And so what happens is it becomes perpetual. So we can step away and it runs under its own power. And that's the thing about real creation mm-hmm. is that um, people like real creators don't create for the creator, right? They create for that thing to exist. They create because that thing needs to be in the world. That's why they make it. You know what I mean? You it's say not, that all the time. Yeah, it's not yeah. to exalt me. He, or al- he always absolutely. says that. Like, when he Great creates, yeah, he's yeah, always like, like... Yeah, once I give it away, it's not mine anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And so for me, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to whatever. And so... I want everything to be in a position where it could shift and somebody could do whatever with it because I'm not always going to be engaged in it because I'm always going to go do whatever it is I feel like doing yeah. at yeah. that particular time. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, this is good. Something good that really moved me. So listening to your your interview on Kello Land, what show was that that you did on Kello Land? The, I did a lot of Kello joints. Okay. Um, I really the, probably the living, recent one. I did a lot of one. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably the... Uh, it, it was talking about the one the I shared on, probably. yeah, the yeah. one I shared on my page I when was it was trying. talking about privi- privileges. Yeah, and that open. one was probably the Kello Living. Okay, I was trying to watch it, but I couldn't find it, so the I don't know is, anything about it. So I'm yeah. sorry if I'm gonna be yeah, the link was broke, but yeah, it came, it came back. It's oh, fixed I'm gonna now. watch it because yeah. he was like, oh my gosh, like yeah, because that you explained 
privilege is perfect and yeah. like the way that it should be explained because a lot of people are misinformed you know when it comes to privileges and opening up tough conversations and you know what i mean what we deal with and uh personally like okay i know you grew up in buffalo new york moved mm -hmm. here when you were 13 have you ever had any experience with uh police brutality or profiling or Anything yeah. like that? Well, in, in Buffalo, it, you know that was that was the thing. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? We yeah. had, you know, um, if you got, if you if you had an interaction with the police and you you didn't get smacked up, that was a, that was noteworthy. Yeah. Um, here, not as much. Mm -hmm. um, uh, in, in by any stretch, but you know, I had incidents. You know, again, where you know people are stopping you and they engaging you in a certain way disrespectfully for no reason not communicating what the reason is and that type of thing yeah um in terms of like being physically assailed that's you know or, or, you know or anything like that 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 part is not the case but um you, you know what it is you yeah. know just the just the frivolous stuff changing the reason why they stopped you Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. having you out, you know, just to run, you know, you for warrants. Yeah. Stalling you out, you know, so they can get the canine there. Yeah. You yeah. know, all that type could, of stuff. Could you explain to me a little bit more of how you, like, look at privilege and stuff? Because I didn't get to hear it. I want to know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just a little. You don't have to go. You no, just, no, well, yeah. Yeah. No, no. A lot of times when people think about privilege, um, they think about privilege in terms of, Number one, you having something special or somebody taking away, taking something away from you, mm -hmm. right? Um, where they're not acknowledging the work, effort, or energy that you haven't, uh, 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 that you put in in mm -hmm. terms of what you do. But that's not necessarily what, what privilege is. When we talk about privilege, there's a couple elements of thinking about it, and I'll try not to go too deep into it. Well, um, part of it is just the things that you don't have to consider. It's not even a matter of necessarily what you get. It's a matter of what you don't have to consider. We touched on it earlier when you go back to the shower or whatever, not having to consider how you walk to the store, yeah. what you wear, having clothes, not being in your, you know, certain colors, not being able to be in your wardrobe, mm -hmm. right? That's a privilege not to have to manage that. And when we ask people to think about their privilege, it's more about thinking about the gratitude of the situation, right? Mm -hmm. and, and being and having gratitude and thinking about what it is that you have that you value that you may not have noticed and understanding that other pe people may not have that. For example, as a man, I have male privilege. I've never felt fear for my life when I or, or my safety when I walk into a parking garage at night. You know? Yeah, no, I know that. Honestly, like when I'm by myself at night, I'm always like. Yeah. You know, I call you. I'm like, I'm scared because yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. correct. I don't have it's to manage just, that. Yeah. You yeah. see what I'm saying? And so because I don't have to manage that, I get to manage something else. Mm -hmm. Right. There, There's so many people out there right now that are one thought away from being successful, that mm -hmm. are one thought away from being happy, that are one thought away from being able to say their marriage. And so when I have to use that thought, when I have to spend that thought on whether or not I'm safe in the elevator whether or not I'm going to get shot for this broken taillight, mm -hmm. whether or not I'm a da-da-da-da-da-da, mm -hmm. the absence of, in many cases, is the privilege. It's not like somebody came to your house, you know, when you was young in a white van, dudes in white suits popped out and heard, yo, I heard there was a white baby, here's your white bag with a white prize full of money and mm -hmm. here's your white diploma and then you had your life set up. Nah, mm -hmm. it's not that you were gifted anything. It, it's, it's that... Is the absence of obstacle? Is the mm. absence of those things? And the way that people fight it is through gratitude. And so when I can, when I appreciate the fact that I can walk in the park and ramp safely, when I have gratitude for that, mm -hmm. I want it for you. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why wouldn't I want it for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why wouldn't I want you to be able to walk into the park and ramp and feel good? That seems crazy. Mm-hmm. You know? And so that gets us from the point where I feel like you're diminishing my experience mm-hmm. by saying, because you a man, you had da 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 da. That makes people feel like you're diminishing their experience. Yeah. But for me, it's not even about that. It's about having appreciation for the appreciate, fact that yeah. I have something that you may not have. And so mm. um, that's a good way that you put it. Cause, yeah. Wow. yeah. And, and that's that's how we, we need to see it, because a lot of times we try to point fingers with it. But I feel like it's a lot more than that. And if we really get to like the core of what it really is and what it really means, then we can have the right conversations. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Honestly, yeah. like. This whole like protesting and stuff really opened my eyes because previously I had kind of like, I don't see color. Like I see everyone mm-hmm. the same. And this really opened my eyes. You know, we've had deep conversations like, wow, no, there actually is a difference. And you mm-hmm. need to open your eyes and you need to see and you need to learn history and you need to be knowledgeable. And like you said, just show appreciation. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we, I feel like at the micro of it, like I love every human, but what makes us beautiful and what makes us human is that we are all different. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? And we need to acknowledge that. Like, you know, we can't just ignore it to try to seem woke and, and hipster like and all loving. Like, we're all different <laughs> and we need to embrace and accept that because when we embrace it and when we accept it, you know, we can love the person how they need to be loved. You yeah, know what no. I mean? Well, and that's the challenging part about it. And uh, I was just posting about this the other day. It's like, you know, so when people say, you know, they're colorblind, it's like saying that, you know, I don't see your color as if if you did you would have issue with it yeah <laughs> you see what i'm saying like yeah. you can't you can't see my color and not be racist right right mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's like i just ignore it so that way it doesn't bother me yeah right and the other piece of it is if if you can't see the person's race it's harder to see the racism mm-hmm. if you don't see my color you, it's harder for you to see that somebody's treating me differently because of it yeah i don't see color so then how would you see that this person is doing this to me because of my color you know what yeah. i mean yeah my eyes have opened a lot trust you know? me like no i because one day we're gonna have biracial kids and for sure yeah absolutely no way. absolutely okay. and yeah. another thing one thing I, one last thing i want to touch on about you yeah. know this topic is i feel like people don't understand what systematic oppression means like i feel like they just think it's maybe just judgment or judging someone for the way they look but it's a lot more than that you know it's law set in place it's policy it's a lot of underlining things mm. and a lot of stuff that has led up to that you know what i mean for sure and um i'd love to hear your perspective on that too because i feel like you really you always make like really good points mm-hmm. in a lot of for people to yeah, understand yeah yeah put so in I, their head. <laughs> I really wanted to get your like in the midst of everything that's happening mm-hmm. right now i really wanted to get your perspective on that and you know like the root of systematic oppression and, and yeah. what that really means so so i would explain it like this um, for everybody that's listening or watching, I want you to think about if you were starting your own business, if you were starting your ideal business, ice cream shop, uh, 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 car shop, whatever it is. Think about your ideal business. Everything the way you want it is designed exactly how you would have it. Everything, chairs, tables, 
windows, all of that mm-hmm. other type of stuff. And then I want you to think about your opening day. It's about to go down. You open your doors for the first time, and that first customer walks in. Right? Think about it for a second. What does that customer look like? Probably a lot like you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because that's what you're going to make the business for. Mm-hmm. Like if you're an NBA player, you're probably going to have taller tables, taller chairs, because you normally, you know, you mm-hmm. want to make sense for your NBA friends. Now, you're probably not thinking about that person in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So when this country was designed, we were still not considered people. We were three-fifths of men. Mm-hmm. And so we were not in its design. We were not in its intention. So if it worked for us, it would be an accident because they didn't do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? In fact... Much of it was intentional to work against us. And even when you uh, end slavery, you still write things in like the 13th Amendment to still allow black people of color to be property of the state if they committed a crime, thus creating an industry Mm. of positioning people as criminals so that they could remain your property. That was done strategically, Mm -hmm. limiting people's education. Even then, people knew education was power, so it was limited strategically. Think about this. Most people need the National Guard to get their kids to go to school. We needed the National Guard to get our kids admitted to school. And so now when you're talking about those type of things, let's talk policing, for instance. We know that the police come from slave catching, right? That's where it originated. And so we know for a fact that it was initiated with racist intent. It was meant to focus on people of color. And so now once you start to create data, data that is focused on policing, that is focused on people of color. What is that data going to reveal? The data is going to reveal that when you focus on people of color, people of color commit crime as all people do, but you're only looking at them. Fast forward to today. Now you have somebody that might have um, a, a, a meth lab in a trunk driving around in a white neighborhood and there's no police there because the presumption of innocence versus yeah. an abundance of police present in urban environments based on a presumption of guilt. So what happens is, is that now you start to design database off of that where do you put your police where do you put your energy where the data tells you to mm-hmm. but the data has been corrupted and yep. so now you can have somebody that's in uh, that's in uh, a uniform that's not racist that's behaving in a way that's racist or a result mm-hmm. that is racist because of the system that was in there mm. the cop from the 20s trained the one from the 30s the one from yep. the 30s trains the one from the 40s one from the 40s trains the one from the 50s now so it's just yeah. Right. Based on those thought processes. Yep. And the same thing with parents, same thing with everything. Now, when you add in things like redlining, where we're keeping people from home ownership, when we're talking about the GI Bill, where, where most people were able to ascend into the middle class being denied to many people of color. My grandfather was in posthumously was part of a, a class action lawsuit because um, black men in World War II were paying the same rates of insurance for far less coverage. So things wow. like that where people were getting less quality. So those payouts on that money that allowed you to start that business or to go do that thing, mm-hmm. unwind all of that, not to mention the wealth of this country. How did this country go from being nothing to the preeminent, most dominant uh, uh, military and economy in the world in less than 200 years when we're talking about other countries that are thousands of years old Mm. free labor Mm -hmm. right what is the biggest expense for any business what? Labor. 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 I was like, wait, what? Labor. That's the biggest expense for any yeah. business. So if you take away the biggest expense from a business, if you go to any business and you say, I'm going to take away labor, don't even trip. I'm going to pay for that. 
that business is going to skyrocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? You yeah. can compete with Amazon. Overstock could compete with Amazon if you told Overstock you ain't got to pay for labor. They will put all their money in their advertising. Yeah. All their money into the whatever. Mm-hmm. All their money into procurement. Yeah. Things that you wouldn't be able to do otherwise. And so when we think about those things, when we think about the seeds of it, right? Mm-hmm. We, are in the, we are in the crops of racism because they planted the seeds of racism. That would only make sense. Yeah. yeah. Right? Wow. Nobody would plant... Nobody would plant um, the seeds for corn and expect watermelons. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. That's true. Race is in, race is out. Yeah. yeah. Why would the, why would that be confusing for anybody? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, what we have to get to is realizing that it's beyond blame. It's beyond you did this or you did that mm-hmm. or whatever. It's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's and it's the intended reality of it. It's doing what it's supposed to do. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. People think the conversation is. There's something unintended or nefarious happening right now. No, that's not the problem. The problem is it is working exactly as it should. Should, If a white person right now is not racist, it's on accident. You Mm -hmm. were meant to be racist. People were taught to be racist. Mm -hmm. Somebody had to stand up, display courage and step away from that. If you weren't racist, you had to have somebody that at one point in time put their life and their family's life, their business life in peril to not be racist. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind that at, at, for a long period of time, if you cared about a person of color, if you loved the person of color, if you were audacious you enough be... to, to, you felt what they felt. Yeah. You were put in this pile with them. Mm-hmm. And so you were incentivized to be racist. Everybody right now should look up, should Google lynchings. Mm-hmm. Google lynchings and it hit images. When you hit images, you're going to see a couple things. You're going to see somebody hanging. Mm-hmm. You're going to see a rope. You're going to see a structure of some sort, probably a tree. But the other thing you're going to see in most of those pictures is a crowd. Mm-hmm. Always yeah. a crowd. Yep. And in that crowd, the whole town came out. There were children. Yep. There were parents. There were teachers. There were doctors. There were lawyers. The sheriff was there. The mayor was there. Everybody was the barber was there. Everybody was there. Yep. And so if you chose not to be in that, you're talking about you in the, against the whole town. You are incentivized to participate. You are incentivized to observe. And that's the thing. White people were taught to watch the suffering of black people. Yeah. It was entertainment. And so we shouldn't be confused that, that so many white people are on the sidelines now. Mm-hmm. Right? That's yeah. part of the legacy. Again, it is working the way it was designed. And which is why we have to challenge the system yeah. and design Absolutely. something better. I feel like Terry Crews, he made a good point. He said, he said, defeating white supremacy without white people only creates black supremacy. Mm-hmm. We need to stand together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we can't, like it can't be some seesaw sort of thing. Like we have to stand together because one, like we all need to be equal. That's what mm-hmm. it's all about. And if we're just doing our, it ourselves, us black people, that creates black supremacy. So, you know, we, we need... Um, but this we need is why he got cooked. But this is why he got cooked. Mm-hmm. online is because black supremacy as a concept mm-hmm. is so foreign in a situation um that where we cannot create equality by ourselves mm-hmm. right so th- so the the point really i think to be made in that is that we cannot get to this point without white people yeah there's no the math don't add up there's yeah. no version of that mm-hmm. yeah. there's just no version when you have five times more white people than, this is bad math yeah okay mm. um and so 
the idea that that's where you got messed up. The idea of black supremacy only works once you get past equality. Right. We can't even get that with our white people. So the the big thing is to be able to say we need white people to solve this problem. We need white people to get to equality. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Right now, black supremacy is not even in the realm of yeah you know that's like being like man if star wars happened like yeah, right. star wars <laughs> it just kind of, i mean you know what i'm saying even in terms of like positions of power like i i understood i'm glad you pointed it out that way because mm-hmm. i feel like i understood his sentiment but that's a good point like you know mm-hmm. we don't even have many positions of power to make stuff happen like that but but yeah and he said it right now yeah right nobody was trying to hear that right nobody's now. trying to hear that's, that. <laughs> that's right. why he slapped you I, I sometimes with terry i'd be like bro your timing is just so <laughs> awful like bro like why you be why you lying yourself up for these jokes so, sometimes i just be like yo like 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 especially for him like there's so much stuff you can say that's not this there's yeah, so much stuff you can yeah. say that's like you know they're going to kill you you already had like three of these bro yeah, like just yeah. <laughs> i'll be like bro like somebody got it's like somebody got to clear your tweets bro right. like you be lining yourself up in the crosshairs every right. other week man. <laughs> I, I saw terry cruz uh trending and i was like what did he say come now? on bro <laughs> come on cuz i don't cuz again like you said i know i know what he's saying yeah Right, because we, but but again, we're in a space where we have space to truly evaluate what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like we breathing. Like if I was out on the street and somebody had just hit me in the head with a uh, with a baton and I had just got based in my face and I looked at my phone and saw Terry Crews talking about black, <laughs> bro, I light this whole world up. You know what I'm saying? I light this whole like, world. People up. not trying to hear. Yeah, that right like right now, now I can sit here, I can yeah. chew on it, I can think about it. I'm yeah. cool. With it, you know, what I mean? yeah. I'm about to go get me a froyo or something like that. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like I'm cool. But like if I was in the mix, mix for real, like, nah, I'm like, bro, bro, please, to the left. Man. I would hit nothing. Right. And Twitter with it on yeah. it, bro. Black Twitter is a monster, bro. Yeah, Twitter is crazy. It's Black so, Twitter in particular, yeah. bro. But 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 that's another thing too though, is that um like like that part is that's a tricky thing in a black community is that like we have been um We've been taught to go against each other. Well not only that, but but just to just to over leverage or over index um social currency mm-hmm. it's valuable it's important mm-hmm. right we can control a conversation we can control what people wear we can control what people do or whatever we mm-hmm. can control what people buy mm-hmm. we don't control the money mm-hmm. we don't control the manufacturing mm-hmm. we don't control the distribution yeah. we don't control the whatever and and we have to that can't be enough for us it can't be enough for us to cancel somebody can we put somebody on Right, I don't like canceling people is like whatever. Yeah. I mean, like I get that. Yeah. Like, can we elevate a person? Can we put a person in a position of power? Can yeah. we do these type of things? That's more what I'm concerned about. And so, for Black people, I want us to get beyond just our ability to affect culture, mm-hmm. and yeah. and get to the point where we can um, encourage that culture to work on our behalf. I do think we're starting to see it. Yeah. Because what's happening right now is happening because of black twitter mm-hmm. because of 
these kids right now were raised in hip hop culture. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You yeah. know what I'm saying? This is madness to them. That's why when they saw um, what happened to George Floyd, people who went to school with kids of color and did different things or listen to hip hop or in sports or whatever, they was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Right, right. Like, what is this? Yeah. Cats like me was like, what are you talking about? Like, that's regular. This is a yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. They was like, nah, this is unacceptable. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Mm-hmm. For real. What you feel about, how you feel about Kanye putting the, the, the mega hat on the, to help get uh, innocent people out of prison? How you feel about that? Um, Wait, I, what happened? I didn't even hear he about He put this. the mega hat on the, to get the this conversation going to help uh, get people out of prison. Really? Innocent people. That's why he did it. That's that's what they're saying. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I mean, like for you to for you to trace that, for you to make that make sense. This is why artifacts are important. Cause because first, like post hat, the only way I can accept that as a as a logic is if I had some understanding of where your heart was at pre hat. Mm-hmm. You don't have any artifacts. Mm-hmm. There are no artifacts saying that this was on your heart, that this was an initiative or whatever. There's no. It's not like you tried this or you tried that. You tried this or you tried that. That didn't work, so you tried this and it did. Mm-hmm. You don't have that, mm-hmm. which suggests to me like the first thing you did was tap dance to get in the house to get a convo with with Massa. Mm-hmm. That's how it's going to be perceived. Now, in my space, I'm one of I'm one of those people in in the sense that. You know, I'm well-liked in the community. I'm appreciated community. So I'm able to get access to other people who can't get. And thus, I use that access to be able to do those type of things. I ain't never have to right. put on like that. I ain't mm. never have to wear. I, I ne- like, that'd be like, like for it, and and I'm not going to directly equate a MAGA hat to a hood, though I think people can easily make that connection. But I'm not in this particular case. Mm-hmm. But like that's like me being like, yo, I put on a hood to get in there to talk to him to do whatever. Like, yeah. I, can, I I get people having an issue with me. The other piece of it is, um, uh, I do think he's a I do think he's a brilliant dude, mm-hmm. no question about it. Um, w- what I have a problem with is people who expect latitudes based off their brilliance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Intelligence comes with responsibility that's why ignorance is bliss if you don't know nothing you ain't gotta do nothing mm. yeah. you know what i'm saying but yeah. when you know better you gotta do better yeah and so for me you being brilliant means i expect more from you not because it's fair or whatever like because it is my pressure to do whatever is because i communicate the way i communicate it's because i'm equipped to do it mm-hmm. not because i should be the one to do it you yeah. should be the one to do it you should be the, we all whoever i'm equipped to do it and so thus it becomes my responsibility to do it. And yeah. so, you know, um, so I don't buy that. And then my, my issue with Ye on that particular piece of it is, is is his commentary afterwards. You know, slavery was a choice, da 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 It's shifting the onus yeah. of what happened to us onto somebody else. That's the problem. That's the thing that I can't abide. Yeah. That's the thing I have no space for. Mm-hmm. Um, with all that being said, um, Shouts out for getting people out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> out of prison. Yeah. Out of prison. Yeah. Do you think he just did that though for the media just to like Well, I feel like he knows people I to... feel like he knows how to flip narratives. He does. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But, a... but he was saying like in but still with intelligence, like he should do yeah. better. No, that's a key point. You yeah. know, you know better. I didn't you gotta, look at it that way, but you know better, you gotta do better. Because yeah. if you're smart enough to put all that together, 
you were smart enough to know how we was going to take it. <laughs> yeah. You were yeah. smart enough to know how you was going to manage it. And you smart enough to do it a different way. I'm yeah. just sorry. Like, I yeah, just, smart. you exactly. know what I'm saying? Like, if anything, like, what, what Ye could have did with that energy could have went to making sure that that dude didn't get elected. Yeah. And you was working with somebody that could, that would, that would change reform anyway. Yeah. Now, the person that's home is home and we happy that that person's home. I can separate that thing. I could walk up to Ye right now, give him a high five mm -hmm. for doing that and smack the hat off his head in the next, <laughs> next motion. Yeah. Uh, but I, I wouldn't, you know, because at the end of the day, it's still his prerogative. Yeah. I just, I just don't have to feel it. It's yeah. his prerogative. If yeah. he actually was feeling Trump, he could do that. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, and we have to make space for people to do that. And that's an, that's an important point that we got to get, especially as people of color. Like, for instance, there's some people for me where I'm never going to be legit. I'm never going to be about the cause because my wife is white. Mm -hmm. I'll never be about the cause. How can you do that? How can you da 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 How can you not be with this? How can you not be with that? It's nothing I'm interested in explaining. But what we got to understand is for me. If I can't love who I want to love, whether it be because white people can't say I can't or because black people say I can't, I'm no less a slave. Mm -hmm. Don't nobody run me. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. No one. Right. Black, white, yeah. cop, not president. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nobody run me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm in this joint for love to 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 enjoy my life or whatever. And so we got to we got to understand where if 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 solidarity means um, lockstep where there's no space for individual movement. We got to figure out a way to get together and have these meetings. Cause I wasn't invited to them where we decided what the rules were. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody yep. got to invite me to the meeting cause yeah. I need to vote on this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's you know true. what I'm saying? Absolutely. You don't get to decide what this is and then tell me that I'm, out, that I'm out of pocket, that I'm delinquent. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so we got to change how we do that. And we got to, we got to be able to lobby to, 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 to each other and say, listen, this is how you hurting us. This is how you affecting mm. us. This is why I feel that way. And then we got to respect their right not to give a fuck. Yeah. And we yeah, gotta, sure. we gotta keep this energy going too. And we gotta, we gotta keep this up because you know, with internet culture, things come and go. Like it's like three days, and then it's some might be going on yeah. and then it's right. gone the next, like, no, we gotta, we gotta keep pushing, you know, for equality, you yeah. know, we yeah. have to. We can't just let it die after a week or two. Like everybody didn't forget. No, like you know, we can't let up. We got to keep this going mm -hmm. so we can make real changes. Yeah, for sure. That's how, that's exactly. how I feel. Yeah. Is it before we get off? Is there yeah. anything of value? Anything that you would leave the people with today? It's your number one thing you can for value. For value. Um, the biggest thing I would just tell people is a better you is better for everybody. You know, and mm -hmm. so in this world, this things is always pulling you. But make sure, you know, you you taking care of yourself and you love yourself. Mm. Make sure you're talking to yourself in a certain way. Make sure your inner dialogue is proper. Make sure you have that confidence. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's so funny because even me with my swag, people, you know, people be like, man, he full of himself. It's like, I'm supposed to be empty. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, like how can how I give? Goes. How can I give to you if I'm lacking? Right. Mm, exactly. That don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know we gotta we got people gotta you know get up straight. They gotta feel good about what they doing. And if you nobody's doing anything because they don't think it'll work. Absolutely. Right. Mm -hmm. If you if you lose, it should be a surprise. You should be you should be you should be prepared, but it should be a surprise. You we out here to win. Do your thing. Have your energy right. Treat people right. You're going to be Gucci. Yes, exactly. Just like that. Just Zvani like that. What can we find you online? Yeah, so um, they can get us at uh, um, 
uh, let's think 3d.com or they can get us at think 3d on, on uh, solutions on all of the socials and all of that okay. awesome awesome everyone this is vani harari on people being people thanks so much for joining us today yeah. we really appreciate i was excited you. about having this conversation and i'm thankful that i i got to sit back and you know kind of I feel just, like, just listen like, I know I, I was feel learning. like I took so much usually in, it's not like that on, on our podcast <laughs> I think like... <laughs> now that you've given us this conversation now that we've been able to have this conversation with you and we've had the privilege to learn you know from you get your point of view see your perspective I feel like it is our obligation and our job now to give that back to someone else. Yep. And that's what this is all about. Exactly. You know, that's what I feel like that's what self-love is about. That's why we started People Being People to have these, you know, open conversations so that you all that are listening can take this and and spread it out into the world. That's what it's about. Yes. Let's happy, love ourselves this week. Happy Monday. Have a great day. Have a good week. We'll see you next time. Have a great week, everyone. Peace. Self-love isn't an easy journey. Especially when you came from a really broken place inside of you. It's an everyday joy, 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 joy.